Little war called Korea. Perhaps you heard of it, Slick. Lost more men than Nam. We didn't get a wall. We didn't get a movie. We got a sitcom with Alan Alda. It was all nonstop laughs, unless you were the one watching his friends die. If you're hearing our voices, that means it's time for It's This Meets That's podcast where we watch the worst movies from trailer to end credits, scene by scene. So you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. Going all, going all in on that one. <laughs> yeah, went for a long one. <laughs> Uh, what he's the best obviously the best character in this movie right oh yeah no no doubt sarge yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. There's, there's no no doubt about it so uh so uh this is part one of our scene by scene breakdown of the matthew mcconaughey 2009 ghosts of girlfriends past which yep. is basically just a christmas carol reimagined as a rom-com mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, last episode we trashed the trailer you should go check that out it's a good one i'm very sick in that episode but i'm feeling much better this time so yeah you sound like it so this is it this is going to kick off uh one of two parts for breaking down this 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 rom-com mm-hmm. before we get to that we want to do a quick recap of what this movie is about and then we'll We'll, uh, we'll talk about our prognostications. Yeah, sure. Uh, which I do not remember. <laughs> got you covered. I got you covered. Thank God. So premise here, uh, while attending his brother's wedding, which I forgot, <laughs> a serial womanizer is haunted by the ghosts of his past girlfriends. Very straightforward. Yeah. There's no, yeah, that's it. I kept forgetting those about a wedding. Yeah, no, this, there's no, no, there's no, this is, this could be Lord of the Rings type of thing. You know, this is just pretty straightforward. Yep. Just ghosts and just ghosts and womanizer. See expectations from the trailer. So trailer trash, our prognostication started with you and I basically had the same one. Well, oh, that's right. Because I started saying it. And as soon as I started saying a couple words, you're like, (laughs) I know what you're going to do. <laughs> yep. And I was a hundred percent on board. <laughs> yeah. I think we were hoping that he was, there's a scene where he takes a car for a wild ride. Uh, <laughs> and we were hoping that he was driving to a bridge to crash it, to kill himself. So, right. you know, he would wonderful life himself and no one would remember yep. who he was and everyone would just be happier without him. <laughs> That's right. Which I, I think is honestly one of our best prognostications. I think we, it's, yeah. I mean, we were way off, but <laughs> way off. We weren't even close, but it should have gone that way. Much better movie if it did, but it didn't. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's, that's what we got. So uh, this is going to be a, what a movie just, I just want the listeners to know ahead of time. None of the opinions in this movie are the opinions of Russ and myself. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is yeah. dated. <laughs> yeah. 2009. Wow. I didn't yeah. think that and was I, out. It's long. That's a long time ago now, huh? I forgot how far we've come <laughs> as a society. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the mostly the gay jokes, just not good. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, quite a few, quite a few. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. Way too yeah. many. Way too many. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all, all of them. Oh. <laughs> Except the one about the gay pirate. That was kind of funny. That Only because funny. I think that was a compliment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I also would prefer to look like a gay pirate. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't age all that well, uh, among other things too, but it's your standard issue paint by numbers, you know, broken guy, yes. womanizer dude who transforms and realizes that the love of his life has been in front of him the entire time. Right. We've seen this movie yep. with Gerard Butler. We've seen this movie with every other 
actor ever, probably. Yep. And the other thing from the trailer that we now having seen the entire movie, the the trailer, which we talked about this, we're like, man, the trailer feels like it's kind of given away all the yeah, it what, whatever meat there is <laughs> to this, this type of movie. Uh, and it it gives you everything, even the very end. So yep, yep. <laughs> hey, there's some movies where they don't want to be surprised. People don't want to be surprised. They just want to see Matthew McConaughey change. Which then we got the McConaissance right after this. So Certainly he did. did change. He did. He did for the better. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. So quick info. Yeah. Speaking of all the people who are responsible for this horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let, here we go. So this is directed by Mark Waters, who I know you don't oh. know who that is. I don't either. Nope. And then I started looking up at his stuff. He directed a few movies you might know. Go on. One called Freaky Friday. Mm, familiar. Uh, another little movie you may have you may have heard of, Mean Girls. Okay, so he, he's a low handstand because I'm assuming yeah. it's that Freaky Friday, right? Yes, Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, it's a Jimmy Lee Curtis in, in low hand. So, okay. yeah. So Freaky Friday, Mean Girls, and then this came out, and then he did Bad Santa 2, which I didn't see. First, Bad Santa was, was good. It was fun. I didn't see Bad Santa 2, yeah. And then he did the uh, He's All That, which is not on Netflix right now, which we were going to uh, do. We were going to do that. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the She's All That re- uh, remake, reimagined. Spin-off. Yeah. yeah, whatever, yeah. sequel, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Okay. So, so uh, interesting. I don't think this movie was poorly directed. No. <laughs> No, it was like it's it's paint by numbers. It was it was fine. Yeah, the difference I think is the is presumably when you tell me about the writers, I'm going to say that's the because like Mean Girls, you got Tina Fey is all is was she co-directing or just writing? I don't remember. Uh, just writing. But like that's what made Mean Girls great, obviously. Yeah, Freaky Friday. I don't know. Like that Freaky Friday was fine, but like presumably that's a story that's been told twenty times already. You know. Yep. yeah, yeah was, interesting. You know, he knows how to frame a shot and, you know, do some crazy hijinks and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like the the filming of the movie was good, I yeah. thought. Like yeah, it was, it was watch it was very watchable. Yeah, 100%. Nothing wrong with it there. Screenwriters now. It took me a minute, but these two I think they're they're a screenwriting duo, like a, a paired up group here. So there's John Lucas okay. and Scott Moore. They basically have worked on all the same stuff. So Okay. And the one big standout that they did together was The Hangover. <laughs> what? Were there other people that worked on that? <laughs> like, uh, no. They did that and this? Yeah, it was just the two of them on The Hangover. I don't... What? Yeah. But the... Yep. But they were... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That movie was funny. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. So they did, in in quick succession, they did uh, Four Christmases, which which is another rom-com with... Another holiday mm-hmm. rom-com with uh, Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Hey, oh, the same year? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm hung up on the hangover. <laughs> yeah, within within two years, they did Four Christmases, Ghosts of Girlfriends Pass, and then Hangover came out in 2009. So they must have just they must have cranked out like three what? or four scripts and just hit one with the Hangover. I guess may, maybe they just used all their smarts on that one. <laughs> like they're like, we did yeah. it. We had a good year for one script. <laughs> oh, and they also did the Change Up, which I did see. Not bad. It's got our friend Ryan Reynolds in and. Uh, Jason Bateman, huh? Yeah, two fan favorites oh. right there. Oh, and Olivia Wilde, okay. Yeah, yeah, this one was, it wasn't bad. It was kind of funny. Didn't see it. Yeah, co-writers, buddies, friends, yeah. friends who do shit. Fuck you. If you want to be on the podcast, I kind of want to ask what happened. <laughs> Tons of questions. Tons of questions. <laughs> and they did like all the hangovers. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I don't, th- I, I don't think they wrote the second and third no, one. I think they just developed this. Yeah, they just developed this, the, the, the story and the characters. Yeah. The, oh, my God. I didn't know Craig Mazin wrote the second one. And Todd Who's Craig Mazin? Guy who did uh, Chernobyl on HBO. He's writing a new, um, I still doing new, that. He's doing the new Last of Us uh, show. Oh, interesting. So he did two and three with Todd Phillips. And- I suppose he's getting a show. Huh? Hmm. So, yeah. so many new things just now. Right. Thanks, buddy. No problem, man. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. All right. All right. So Get- who's in this movie? We got a lot of people, right? Yeah. Educate me. Okay. So we got uh, our Matthew McConaughey, right? Playing, yeah. playing our lead. Check. Not going to say our hero, but we'll just say yeah. the lead. Far Dude. from our hero. The protagonist, if yeah. you will. <laughs> He's playing Connor Mead. Jennifer Garner plays the love interest, Jenny Parati. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone, she's Allison Vandermeersch as the ghost of girlfriend's past. What a name. Uh, Michael Douglas plays Uncle Wayne. He's kind of the Jacob Marley character from The Christmas Carol, right? Kind of leading him down, telling him like, hey, passed away. He's yeah, you were like person. me. Uh, Noreen DeWolf, who I put I put her in her. She's Melanie. She's the his assistant, but she also plays the ghost of uh, Girlfriend's Present. Yeah, I did not recognize her, but yeah. tasted in Young yeah, I didn't. yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't recognize her either, so... <laughs> Uh, Brecken Myers, Paul, his brother, who's getting married. Yeah, to knock off Owen Wilson over there. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lacey Chabay, 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 Sherbet, Jabbert, Jabbert. I think it's Chabay. You think so? It's French, it's kind of sounding right. I don't know. I mean, it could be. <laughs> Why don't we just say it how it's how it's written? So it's Lacey Chabert, Jabbert, Jabbert. <laughs> Lacey Chabbert. If you Lacey want to be on the Chabbert. podcast, and tell mm-hmm. us how to pronounce your name. Fuck you. She the one from Mean Girls? Yes, she is. <laughs> Perfect. Great. She plays uh, Sandra, uh, the bride-to-be. Trying to make fetch happen still. And then we got uh, Robert Forster there. Gave you the key. He's uh, Sarge there, Sarge Volcom. My the man. Bride's, the bride's dad there. Yeah. Best actor in the movie. And then we got Paul uh, Cassell, who plays wedding guest Jeff. And that, huh. is, that rounds out the guest, uh, the cast. So Thanks, buddy. No problem, man. <laughs> Wait, the guy who played... Um... The guy who played Brad is like moderately famous too. Tyus point. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I I was gonna re- bring it up, but he's just pops up and stuff kind of randomly. Um, okay. Fair. I don't know if it was. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could. I mean, we could. We could say. We, <laughs> I mean, we could say his name, but I don't know if it's. You know. Well, that people might have heard of him, and so the whole point of this podcast for us, as I'm sure you're aware, is mm-hmm. uh, so that no. people don't have to watch the movie, so we they can develop a mental picture uh, as we're going yeah, through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Daniel uh, Sanjata. I, who I don't know his name, but I, you, I recognize him. I see him. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. He's been in the Dark Knight. A million things. Yeah, a bunch of TV series. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. He was Rescue Me. Grey's Anatomy. Rescue Me. Thirty Rock for an Wait, episode. What? Yeah, <laughs> for for an episode. Interesting. Law and Order, like everyone else. Like, who's like you and I works. are like you and I are on an episode of Law and Order. I mean, come on. I mean. Ones. To day. be fair, this guy's on like six episodes of Law and Order. So. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we'd only be on That's one, and we'd definitely be like the two that got killed right off in like the first two minutes. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> yeah. uh, Devil Wears Prada, Law and Order, mm-hmm. Law and Order. Yeah, so he's 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 been in a lot of stuff, so. Okay, this all makes sense. So that's who, that's, that's our actors. That's who's okay. going to be filling our pages. Nice. I love to see that. Now... Here we yep. go with some numbers. You ready? My favorite time of the day. Box office worldwide. This movie made $102 million. 
that's too much <laughs> right off the bat right it's too much money yeah that's like 27,000 fanatics so many too much money domestic video sales another 25 million almost 26 million like on what <laughs> like this DVD, movie made baby dvd more than more than 10 percent of jurassic park how <laughs> i don't <laughs> i was like how was your what <laughs> jurassic park made like close to a billion there's like 900 something million yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so more than 10 more than 10 percent of jurassic park how? yeah that's crazy right this movie is point two percent the quality of Jurassic Park <laughs> oh boy it's a numbers podcast today huh um <laughs> yes. uh now you ready for the the real kicker <laughs> what the fans come for yeah, yeah, yeah our, our math kick me production budget 37.5 million uh that sounds right for this well yeah yeah no that sounds right but I mean even if we do <laughs> even if we do like marketing on this is like you know 15 yeah. 10 15 million you're at 40 Probably 50 million this movie crushed it yeah, nope. I'm surprised we didn't get a sequel. This is, <laughs> and this is why those guys were able to sell The Hangover and make other movies. You, you write one movie, it's and it makes money. Fascinating. Yeah, I mean, even like, if it sits at 28 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, that doesn't matter. If it makes money, you're all in. Yeah, 37 million, huh? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, a lot of that's giving yeah, I mean, Hay, a lot of that's Douglas. You know. Yeah the the ghost Jennifer Garner the ghost you know? CG the bed CG. Bed Much better than Green Goblin. Uh, Green Goblin. Green, Green, Green Lantern. <laughs> yes. Green Goblin. A better use of CG in 2002 or whatever that was. Much, much better than uh, than Green Lantern. So there you go. Those are the numbers. Anything else you want to? Any other questions about that or? Nope. No. No follow ups. Okay. No notes. Okay. We'll park and lot it. Yeah. Hollywood pitch me, motherfucker. All right. It's that time. Yeah. Yep. I skipped okay. the song and went right to it. So went right to the catchphrase. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Old school. Yeah. I'm trying to keep us yeah, moving. All right. I have, mine's kind of a hodgepodge here. So I know you always bear with me, but you might have to extra bear with me today because I did not plan my narrative. <laughs> this one, I can't wait. I'll, I'll help you through it too. Okay. Thank you. Both <laughs> of these movies have elements of, of this, but it's a, it's a mishmash. So All right, let's get there. It's obviously 28 days <laughs> meets Babes in Toyland. Are we talking 28 days? Not later. I was going to say. Like, <laughs> nope. Just, just 28 days. Yeah, nope. 2000 pre 9-11 rom-com, 28 days. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call it a rom-com. Well, maybe a rom-com. Okay. Yeah, not a rom-com, I guess. <laughs> it's It gets a little bleak. Uh, so premise here, Sandra oh, Bullock. Yeah. N- not to be confused with Julia Roberts. Correct. Uh, which I... Astute listeners will know I, I do regularly. <laughs> yeah, because you've got uh, displeasive flozia. That's right. Is uh, plays this like crazy alcoholic character. I've uh, never seen this movie. Okay, yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. like you, you'll get it after I tell you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm reading the logline right now. I can see this is not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that that movie, like this movie, uh, has a, in the middle. <laughs> Uh, this one starts with her like ruining her sister's wedding. I did see this movie. <laughs> you did? Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in this movie, you ruin your sibling's wedding, destroy the cake. It's like a really important part that you destroy the cake uh, because then in 28 days, she goes and tries to find a cake store and gets into a car crash 
uh, into a house. Uh, okay. Just like this movie. Wow. Good pull. Okay. Car crashing into houses. Mm. Uh, and then she tries to, she also tries to change. Yeah. Just like Connor, Matthew McConaughey does in this movie. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's even kind of a Matthew McConaughey character kind of in, Ish. in 28 yeah. days. Yeah. Okay. One of the guys she meets in, um, when she's in rehab is like a sex slash cocaine addict mm-hmm. that is basically uh, <laughs> the Connor Mead character. Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. Right. And then kind of wishful thinking at the end of 28 days, mm-hmm. Gwen is like trying to Gwen's uh, Sandra Bullock's character is trying to still trying to change yeah. and her part, her partner it, doesn't take it seriously. The guy yeah. that she's getting into shenanigans with the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I will not support you in your addiction recovery. Like, I just want to party and have fun and go back to my old ways. Like it's uh, 1999, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, which I could totally see Connor Mead's character doing, right? 100%. Pro- like, when I say wishful thinking, I mean more realistic thinking. <laughs> like, yeah, at the end yeah. of the movie, he's changed, but like, will he? <laughs> no. Probably not. <laughs> Definitely not. No. But unlike that, and this is the wishful thinking part, Sandra Bullock does change and she ends up breaking up with that dirtbag and uh, realizes that they're just too too far gone. And uh, yeah, which is what Jenny in this mm-hmm. movie should have. Jenny Parati. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Okay. All ditch, right. that, ditch that loser. Okay. So that's 28 days. Babes in Toyland. <laughs> that's now. <laughs> when's the last time you watched Babes in Toyland? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. No clue. 1986 Babes in Toyland. <laughs> Probably 1987. I don't know. Like, okay, fair enough. I I don't know why I loved this movie as a kid. It's real creepy and weird. Yeah, um, it's like it's a kids movie, but it's not. Yeah, like it's kind of bleak. Oh yeah, Drew Barrymore. Also, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's I don't know. It's a weird movie. Keanu Reeves. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah right. Uh huh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite bands named after. Anyway, regardless, so yeah. there is a child, a young child, who, Marita, oh yeah, whose father dies, yeah, and so she she has to take care of her siblings, just like this movie. She had to grow up too fast, just like this movie, and then has to break up a wedding. Yeah, also kind of like kind, yeah. kind of like this kind movie. of yeah yeah right okay. right, right. Yeah, okay. so there's this this elements there, right. but at the end the wedding a good wedding does happen. Yeah. Which like this movie, I think yeah. Paul and Sandra, you know, they kind of deserve each other. Yeah. I didn't like, I didn't like either of them that much. No. Uh, well, no. I guess I liked Paul. Paul's a good dude. Yeah. So, well, except for he cheated on her. No, never mind. I hate everyone. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. He did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. He did, yeah. He's yeah. got a dirt back. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did he cheat um, on her? Or he just, he just, he didn't cheat on her. He didn't. Was no, he, he cheated on her. No, oh, I thought he was, he just slept with the other bridesmaid. That was it. He slept with the other bridesmaid a couple months after they started dating. Okay. So like, he was like, well, it was early in our relationship. And she was like, and (laughs) yeah, I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. I get it. But like, also come on. And uh, I guess I do have a wishful thing. Part of this one too. I wish that there was an army of trolls. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that uncle Wayne from the, from beyond, in addition to the ghosts of girlfriends past, yeah. Also had an army of trolls. Army of trolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's my that's my pitch to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Not as focused as I usually like to be, but oh, and they also like did the old wake up and it's all a dream thing. 
I forgot about that part too. Oh uh, like, yeah, yeah. That's kind this of movie is kind of half that. <laughs> kind of half that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, what do you got? I think I'd buy. I think <laughs> Presumably I'd, better. That'd be a tough one. <laughs> I think I'd pay pay for that movie to be made. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Army of Trolls. All right. Well, you know me. Kind of more a little more straightforward here, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's what makes us. That's what makes us good. We balance that's each other out. We celebrate diversity on this podcast. We're right. ITMT, ITMT scale here, right? Mm-hmm. So I went with. It's Days and Confused meets Wedding Crashers. Perfect. Right? Give, it, give it to me. All right. So, I mean, Days and Confused, there's a lot of elements going on here. One, we've got, obviously, Matthew McConaughey, right? All right. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey with... <laughs> <laughs> you get two more. <laughs> Use them wisely. Uh, Matthew McConaughey with long hair, mm-hmm. which he's also has long hair in, in, in Great this movie. Point. Right, yep. he's pretty much just playing his character from Days and Confused because yes. his character Days and Confused is kind of a little bit of a he's kind of a scumbag too, right? I mean, <laughs> kind of, right? <laughs> yes, about the million percent, yes. Yeah, there's like there's no redeeming quality. I'm like trying to remember the movie. I'm like, oh yeah, he's that yeah. line about high school girls. Great and, thing about uh, high school girls staying the yeah, same yeah, age yeah, and yeah. all. Yeah, exactly. So pretty much he is that character just now. That's true. There's a little bit element of you know, I mean, that's what middle school, high school. You got some bit of flashbacks to middle school kind of thing yeah. going on here. Yep. You also have crushes of, you know, young crushes when you're in that time. So that covers all of that, right? Yep. Okay. Meets wedding crashers. I needed something to kind of have a wedding at a ridiculous location. This wedding in this movie takes place at a in a damn mansion. Yeah. And Uncle Wayne. <laughs> Shout yeah, out to Uncle, Uncle Wayne. Uncle Wayne, right? <laughs> and Connor meets kind of crashing the wedding. He's kind of making a he's making a mess. Like he's could potentially and wants to sleep with all the bridesmaids and this mother and that's true. You know, so he's kind of crashing the wedding in a way and uh, ruining everything. But at the end, he did does at one point get disinvited. Also, <laughs> right? He did get disinvited. So, mm-hmm. uh, but then in the end, you know, he sees the error of his ways and at least for a moment, we'll believe him, and that's it. Yeah. So so much sincerity. Oh, that's nice. Okay. I'm keeping it simple, keeping it straightforward, you know. Keep it tight. I like it. That's what I got. Keep it simple, silly. Okay. Uh, you got fast facts for me? I do. Cranking here. I got fast facts for you. Fast facts. I don't have a lot of them. So a little context here too. I don't. I went through a bunch of them and usually we grab these off IMDb and Jared, more so vocally, but I also have an issue with this uh, where some of the things that are listed in the trivia section really aren't. They're not. Interesting. Sure, they're facts, but saying something like "this was so and so's first movie," sure, that's yep. and that's not any tri- movie is my first movie. Yeah, that's not that's not like <laughs> that's not trivia or facts that are worth mentioning, right? Uh, mentioning stuff like oh, "this was the second movie that Jennifer Garner and Matthew McConaughey were in." Yeah, facts, yes, trivia. No, no come on. So no I, one's going to be like, oh, what was the second movie that <laughs> yeah. at a bar? Let's put that filter on it before we, IMDb editors. And I know our audience has some IMDb yeah. editors. Yeah, we know, <laughs> we know you're out there. Yeah, yeah. Put a filter on it first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would this be interesting? Would Jared and Russ find this interesting? Good filter. <laughs> uh, would this be an answer to a movie, a trivia question at a bar? Great filter. All right. So let's yeah. go through. So first one I think is is actually a really good one. So this was originally, this movie was originally set up to be made in 2004, apparently, which is crazy. What? Yeah. Well, that so makes means, more sense than if you think about the script. <laughs> right. 
actually you're, you're right. Right. So this is probably, yeah, this is probably floating around forever and like development hell, whatever. Originally set up in 2004 at Touchstone Pictures, which is now defunct since 2016, with Ben Affleck as the lead, as our Connor okay. Mead. Okay. And Kevin Smith attached to direct. Okay. So this would have been like uh, probably less offensive mall rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's a I'd lot. Of, that. There's a lot more uh, details in there about that involves that sketchy character Weinstein and everything else about why this didn't uh, really play out all that. So I'm going okay. to skip all that shit because it doesn't really matter. But Touchstone Pictures, though, as you know, is a Disney uh, studio or was. Yeah. And uh, both opted out mainly because huh. of Weinstein was doing some shenanigans. Oh well, I guess that's good. And so they both opted out, and then Dancy, uh, Disney just like canceled the project. They're like, all right, we're done. Great. That should have ended this. <laughs> should have, didn't, and then here we are. Fast forward 15, 16 years later. So, God damn. Uh, when Ben Affleck was originally attached to the project, offers went out to Warren Beatty, Robert De Niro, Bill Murray, and Jack Nicholson to play the part of Uncle Wayne. What? <laughs> uh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm glad it ended up being Michael Douglas, I think. I think so, too. Warren Beatty would have been, he'd have been fine. Yeah, that would have been fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the rest of those guys, I don't know. I think I Robert know. De Niro would have been too intense. Bill Murray, this, that's not a Bill Murray thing. This isn't. Jack Nicholson could have done it, I think, but. Yeah. yeah I'm glad he did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad this went to Michael Douglas. Because <laughs> I don't. I don't like Michael Douglas in principle, in, like in spirit, as much as I like Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so the next two, a big Michael Douglas guy. I don't know. I'm fine with him. I'm not like. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, it's Michael Douglas. Yeah. All right, the next two. I pulled these. Like again, these aren't like. I don't know. These might. These are fast facts, but I pulled these because they're a little more uh, hometown related for us here in the Massachusetts area. So great. This was primarily filmed at, and kind of fun, I didn't know this place even existed, Crane Castle in Ipswich, Mass. Yeah, yeah, oh, I've been there. I never, I didn't know this. I didn't know this thing was a thing. Oh, it's dope, dude. We should go sometime. Yeah, I saw photos. I was like, holy, holy shit. Wait a second. Oh, my God. Now that you say that? Yeah. Holy shit. I've been there. Oh, my God. This all makes so much more sense. And I looked at the photos um, online. I was like, I was like, first of all, holy shit, this place exists in Ipswich. And then, too, I was like, yeah, this is that's it. So, oh, it's cool. They have uh, it's like the the trustees of something or other. Yeah. One of my one of my friends works at or did used to work at the at the trustees uh, that run that place and yeah, whatever they, a few other places. They, they do all the trusting. Yeah. All the trust, well, all the trusted right. stuff. Uh, and it has like, I don't know, acres like you could go for a mile of backyard, like an actual mile of backyard. Yeah. I mean, it was like beautifully manicured lawn that goes all the way to the ocean. I, I saw the photos like, on the internet. I was like, Holy shit. Super nice. Yeah. Yeah. And they do like Ipswich brewing does uh, little events there and stuff all the time. You can go get some beers, hang out on the lawn. We'll have to, we'll have to go uh, this summer. Heck yeah. I got some friends who live up there. So glad we just told all of our listeners, our plans for that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Everyone's wow, like, wow. No one cares. That blew my mind. Great, great fast fact, buddy. Right. Thought you like that one. Yeah. Uh, and then further with the Massachusetts connection here. So the scene where the church where Ghost of Future brings him to the church there, that chapel yeah, yeah. where Jennifer Garner's character, Jenny, gets married to Brad. Yeah. That was filmed at the Martha Mary Chapel in Sudbury. Sudbury. Sudbury, Massachusetts. Sudbury. Sudbury. Where the jewelry exchange is. Not a sponsor. Sure. My favorite. It's my favorite. One of my favorite radio. We're kind of radios. 
hosts now. So yeah, mostly. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good fast fact too. You know, I was where where did the did they say where the movie took place? Uh, say New York, I thought maybe. Yeah, I think good question. Uh, I don't know if they were did. I mean, it definitely had a vibe that they were in New York. Right? I well, I got good like good New England vibes, specifically around the church. And yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, oh, you, when you see the the mansion, I did not get the New England vibes. No, I, didn't know, I did not think that existed. Uh, but the church definitely, and then um, kind of everything else, you know, had a New England vibe. I mean, it was <laughs> it was snowing. So, well, I'm thinking specifically. <laughs> oh yeah, well, lots of places get snow. <laughs> I was thinking no. about like the forest, like walking not that the beautiful, woods, man. Like they did not that beautiful. Um, yeah, I don't. That's I right. no, I don't think they ever really. I feel like they said. I, I don't think they ever called it out. So, yeah. Speaking of unrealistic to new england the we'll get to it the the driving in the woods yeah right yeah <laughs> like okay yeah you maybe you could do that in california <laughs> yeah that ain't happening <laughs> not here not here <laughs> anyway all right so these are actually pretty fast yeah those are good right we got one more this is this is just more of like a good reference to the source material which i did not catch i don't know if you caught it so there's mm-hmm. a particular scene in the movie midway through uh, where Connor and his uncle are in the street, I think when it's like raining or something. Mm. And it's when Connor is after Connor visits, uh, the, the apartment of his secretary. Right. Yeah. In the background there's an old style bookshop. Yeah. And it's behind Connor and, uh, in, you know, the ghost of his uncle, Michael Douglas there. Yeah. And it's next to the stairs where the, the secretary's apartment is, um, okay. should be secretary. It's his assistant. But the name of the bookshop in gold print across the glass window is Fezziwig's Books. Oh. Which is a direct reference to Christmas nice. Carol, Charles Dickens, Mr. Fezziwig, character of the original tale. He was Ebenezer Scrooge's, Scrooge's first boss. Yep, that makes sense. A cheery uh, that's soul. Funny, yeah. Kind of. Because there were a few references. I don't know if you caught them. You probably did. Uh, there were like lines from A Christmas Carol. Uh, they, I didn't they, they, because okay. I will say that I did watch this at 12... Uh, last night and fair enough apparently this movie is no longer netflix jared gave me the the heads up last minute that i should go watch this before it got taken off netflix if you're always wondering when movies are pulled off netflix it's about 2 a.m eastern time that's right i don't think i caught as many uh christmas carol references as i would have hoped but uh i'll point them out then i got it uh actually i got one more fast fact for you i love Uh, it so i did read an interview that matthew mcconaughey and jennifer garner did uh at the time when they were doing publicity for the movie and they were asking about, they're like, Oh, Matthew, did you have any uh, influences like uncle Wayne in your life or whatever growing up? Uh, and he kind of dodged the question, but he was like, Oh, I, I always thought of the uncle Wayne character as, as a Bob Evans type character, friggin' Robert Evans pr- <laughs> producer of the <laughs> Godfather. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What a well, weird reference. <laughs> so that was actually in the trivia list. I, I left that one out. But the, Oh, was it? Yeah, it was in the list. It was like, that Wait, was, was what it? the... It wasn't... Oh. No, it wasn't the same one. It was like a different... different. It wasn't from like an interview or like that. It was just saying like, oh, he was he was very clearly supposed to be like Bob Evans. No, that's what... Oh, no, that's great. Though. So like, okay. Yeah. So that makes sense then why... If it actually was just meant to be that in Matthew McConaughey is just basically saying IMDb trivia at this point. Yes. <laughs> Of like, oh yeah, always reminded me. Like he made it like think sound like an original thought. You're like, it sounds like it was intended to be that way. Nice. No, no, yeah. I think probably someone was just like, oh, this is what the character type is like. And Fuck like, you, okay. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> 
trying to make it sound like you had a clever idea. <laughs> but if you want to be on the podcast. Right. Well, yeah, that comes with the territory. To be fair, uh, Robert Evans in his later years does look, look like, just like the Matthew yeah. Douglas character. Yeah. So. yeah I, I Michael, Michael Douglas, Matthew Douglas. Matthew yeah. Douglas. That's Michael Douglas. Douglas and Matthew McConaughey's kid. That's right. Matthew Douglas. That's right. I wish... No, sorry. I won't, whatever. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Robert Evans. <laughs> Not um, my favorite Robert Evans. <laughs> all right. So that's that's that. So I think we're going to get into tearing this thing down. Let's do it, right? Woo! Fired up. <laughs> yeah. um, I love, I'm a big fan of the New Line Cinema logo. There's something about it. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I just it's a it's just old school to me. Got a little nostalgia. Nightmare on Elm Street. Fuck you, Time Warner. But New Line Cinema, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> you're cool. You always will be. Uh, so then we're just uh, we're we're doing some opening credits here, right? And yeah, flying the, through the clouds like an angel, zooming into New York, Manhattan, right there. The very same Big Apple, as they say. Coming in hot to Mead Photography. You know, we got uh, Connor Mead pulling in, parking his car. Yep. Hot shot photographer getting to his own studio. Yep. Love to see it. Kind of stuff from the trailer here. Really kind of quip, quick, quippy stuff going on. He's in there, green screens. We got models, half-dressed women all over the place, and he's doing his, you know, all right, all right, you know, kind of taking photos. And, you know, and then his assistant there, she's just like assisting. Uh yeah, I mean, she's telling about his phone calls and stuff, which yeah. I would imagine an assistant would do. Ah, can, it's, I don't think I want an assistant. Do you want to? Do you ever want an assistant? Yeah, why not? Really? Yeah, why not? I don't know. It seems I, I could rather just do it myself. But why? When someone else could do it? Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess. If I, huh. Okay. Oh, listeners, let us know. What do you do? You want an assistant? <laughs> do you have an assistant? And how is it? <laughs> Great question. I bet our. For our future advertisers, our listeners are affluent. Absolutely. For sure. Affluent for, and global. For sure. <laughs> International, as we like to say here. Mm, mm. So, I mean, pretty much this whole opening here is just really establishing he's a dick. Yeah, the trailer. It's the trailer. All over it's again. the trailer. It's just him being a dick. You got the assistant being him, him talking and flirting with the two <laughs> women and his assistant being like, so should I book them separately or together? And he's like, mm, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And then like he meets the uh, the woman from the trailer and he in- insults her eyebrows and her music and then puts an apple on her head. And uh, uh, <laughs> this is the Vanity Fair cover, I guess, is so- the- yeah. We're getting to this scene, right? But now this is what we're getting to. Yeah. So this is important though, now that I think about it. So yeah, the scene with like so he, back later. Yeah, yeah. So it's a foreshadowed. Just, it's a completely a foreshadowed. And he's got a he's so he's got this singer. Uh, does she is she actually someone or no? Yeah, yeah. She's a singer. She's like a her new album came out. But in real life, or is it like, is it, is, oh, is no, it, no, no. She's not a singer just, in real life, but she is in other stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But she, she's just, just an, an actress playing a singer, right? That's right. Yep. As we see, the theme is he's, she's just stripped down to her underwear and puts an apple on her head. And, <laughs> and who is the, who is the Olympic, uh, um, archer? Who is it? Keiko. Keiko. I don't know where I think this the is going. Japanese Olympic archer. Yeah. Uh, unclear. Yeah, and the whole point was she was going to shoot the uh, apple off her head, and you get a really, I guess, she cool does. shot for the cover. She does, and you get a really cool photo for, I guess, a cover of something. It's weird. It's a weird it's, scene. It's a weird yeah. opening scene. 
but it's it's kind of funny kind of offensive it, yeah but it's also <laughs> in a way maybe kind of making fun of because you i mean there are those sure. photographs you see are just like this is so stupid and pretentious like why are there why are they why, why are they wearing like they a, into it yeah okay i feel like they were trying to say like wow this is art this is cool yeah yeah well, I, was thinking was, so? I was thinking it was more of like way over the top like kind of making fun of that okay. like thing mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. anyways so whatever but that's going to come back later which yeah. i don't know why <laughs> inexplicably comes yep. back <laughs> yep sure does uh and to be fair the photo is pretty cool because later that yes. night we see it yeah <laughs> you're like oh nice good nice. good babe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kind of except for yes. he had to t- torment that poor woman in order to get it so not not worth it but then we get a few there's like there's a couple of good jam lines in this scene like you're already gorgeous why do you need to be good at two things because she's oh, like my check out my album listen to my album i'm a good singer he's like i mm, you don't have to be good at, t- at both then his uh, assistant comes in and she's talking about well you got phone calls from all these women like what are we gonna do here and he's like Ugh. i got an idea let's let's <laughs> conference call breakup right Group after, breakup. after he asked her to do it yes first right. was can you do it this is his assistant uh melanie right yep and she she ends up playing <laughs> ghost of holiday girlfriend's present. present later but she has pretty much been the one who's dealing with all of his uh affairs here bullshit right uh, so he's like you know what let's do a, let's do a little video conference breakup so this is all from the trailer uh so he gets the three women up kiki yes kiki not peaky like i thought in trailer yes. <laughs> lesson learned and then we get the the old you know kind of problem stated thing here he's just like you know i you know they're, they're like you don't love women he's like no no i, I do love women just not one okay Correct. got it Great. Come, come on. And then he breaks up with the three. Again, all from the trailer, right? Conference call. Hides the camera. They can still hear him. He doesn't get that. And then we still have the, the singer actress, uh, singer model here in the background. And she's like, you really, you really as bad as they say? It's like, ugh, come on. Yeah. Just. And he does a whole spiel, some other daddy issues, whatever else. And she caps that off with, oh, please, I've never even met my father, which that's kind of the point. And then he says, well, come to Papa. Ugh. It's, <laughs> it's all very icky. He's, he's got a note or a, uh, a phone call from his brother, right? That uh, yep. wedding wedding is happening and he's been invited, right? Yep. And here we are off to Snowy Car Ride. Uh, we're up there, you know, because that's just how it works, right? You leave the... Clearly, it didn't snow in New York, so it's just, you know, the hustle and bustle in New York. And then it's like, as soon as it starts snowing, you know you're in, like, back home or you're with, like, old, you know, with family or something like that. It's like, oh, it's snowing and I'm trapped and blah, blah, blah. It's like every rom-com type of thing. Classic, yeah. Uncle Wayne's house. Uncle Wayne's a beautiful, ridiculous mansion. Uh, and anyway, he's pulling up, he sees the, the swing set, which was straight from the trailer. It's going to be at the end of the movie, so it's, there's no spoilers here. If you saw that, if you listen to the trailer trash... You watch the trailer. There's no spoilers here. So you see the nope. swing set and you get some longing rom-com music going on. Uh, and he walks in on the wedding rehearsal. Yep. And we've got his brother and uh, future sister-in-law, Sandra, Sandy. His brother's name's Paul. Uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner's there. Jenny. Oh, that's her name. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Keeps, the, keeps uh, it simple, right? <laughs> yeah. Phew. Okay. I'm glad they did that. Uh, that's when we get the the cut off your dick joke from the trailer. <laughs> yep. This is all from the trailer. Like there's nothing, there's nothing new. She yet. does say she can make it look like an accident, which is suspicious. Well, <laughs> that sure. wasn't in the trailer. 
she was okay not sure how you make that look like an accident then we get introduced to the bridesmaids which we've got dina donna and denise because of course we do yeah of course we do (laughs) and then intro to the groomsmen who are a bunch of nerds that are like think matthew mcconaughey's uh, Connor is a, like a god character, right? Uh, we meet Sarge as well, right? Yep. Who is who uh, is not a cop? Sandy, exclusively not a cop. Not a cop. <laughs> not a cop. Marine Corps. Jack and he's he's uh, officiating the wedding for his daughter Sandra. Yep. Again, this the, is all stuff from the trailer, or some of this stuff is from the trailer. This this stuff isn't, but yeah, you get yeah. a sense of like once he walks in a room, it's like all the bridesmaids, all the women want him, all the men want to be him, and all the men yep. are like horrible bunch of betas. <laughs> Yep. Uh, And that's when we get the spiel about Korea that I did at the beginning. Alan Alda, love it. Uh, So, like, I I was stoked because I was like, okay, thank God there is going to be a funny character in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) The only one. And he's got that one line pretty much. Uncle Wayne has a few not offensive, funny ones too, in my opinion. So, I I wrote them all down. Don't worry. (laughs) We've just been introduced to all the major characters that you're going to see throughout the rest of this movie. So, yeah. That was the point of that scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we've met everyone. We know that he's a dick and, you know, he doesn't like weddings unless, but he's at one. So Connor sneaks off then to go up the stairs and is looking at pictures of Uncle Wayne on the wall as he's going upstairs. This is when we get introduced to Uncle Wayne, who's apparently also a playboy. Yep. Uh, yep. A lot of famous photos. Much- he's mixing it up with, you know, famous actresses and models and stuff like this, you know. Yep, you can see OG player reveres him, uh, and then he goes to his bedroom, and there are decorations in the room, and he's angry about it. Yeah, <laughs> inexplicable, inexplicable. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, just like throwing them all into the fireplace. Which yeah, what? Yeah, we were already rooting against him, but it's there's no redeeming qualities, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a little over the top. It's a little over the top, just kind of you know show slash telling us that he doesn't like weddings and he's not into love and marriage and all this other thing. Right. So, right, which they explicitly say then 10 more times later, and which they yeah. say five seconds later when Jenny Parati shows up and they have like their little first encounter and she pretty much lays out exactly who he is. Like the yep. classic, like this is who you are, blah, 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 blah. Explaining yeah. the character to us, the audience. You're just an it. asshole to get the girl. And then deep down, yeah. you're a big softie. Yes. It's like, no, this movie is not really hiding anything. There's a lot of cards just thrown out on the table right off the bat. No like, subtlety. Yeah. There's no subtlety <laughs> at all. Just here you go. Paint by numbers. Move it along. And then he does some kind of like a uh, little cheap sexual in the innuendo to try and get her into bed, which obviously doesn't work because read the room. Yeah. She's, uh, <laughs> you know, she's got Jedi she, powers. You know, she can see through that. She just went on and on about how you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're at dinner. Well, we're at the bar first. Yeah, the bridesmaids and the bride. Yeah, well, we're a scene by scene podcast, Russ. <laughs> That's right. Right. This is important too. A couple of funny lines, like uh, the bridesmaids here. They I, they do a weird hua thing that I don't care for yeah. uh, in the whole movie. Yeah. But before they it's do for that, Sarge, they, I guess. Right. I think they're making fun of Sarge, which I don't I think appreciate. they are. I think they are too. They're talking about who they're going to sleep with at the wedding. This is the running theme. That's why it's an important scene because the, this is the first time they really are like hitting it home of like, well, who are we going to bang at the wedding? And they're talking about the, this married guy, I guess. And they just go, well, they're not really married until they have kids. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then they're all like, hoo <laughs> this is This is fucked. I hate this. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone's terrible. And then that's when we cut to dinner with uh, Connor at the main table there. And, yeah, and he's getting his shine on. He's, he's drinking his, <laughs> he's getting his, he's getting his scotch whiskey down, right? 
yeah i love the other guests confronting him like so are you gonna photograph the wedding like you're a big famous photographer right he's like no because i'm a big famous photographer fuck yeah i don't do (laughs) weddings i don't do weddings so weddings are below me okay and then we get the classic you know bride freaking out because there's the salad isn't right you know the salad i ordered had figs because fruit is the new croutons which we can all agree that that's not that yeah (laughs) croutons the once and future crouton right (laughs) yes sounds still rock bread or figs listeners let us know bread or figs and then so we're at the table we're hanging out and brother paul that's not right well it is right but saying brother paul is yeah uh paul implies that he's a priest or something (laughs) (laughs) connor's brother comma man of the cloth (laughs) comma paul Comma Paul uh, asks if Connor will do a toast at the wedding. Everyone's kind of like, eh, I don't know if that's a good <laughs> idea. Probably not a good idea. And then this is where we get the big, if we already didn't know that Connor wasn't into marriage and love and all this sort of stuff, he goes on a nice little drunk rant, uh, awkward drunk rant, right? Talking about. Yep. It's great. And then the it. guy, I love the the other, the guest from earlier who's like, you're not going to take pictures. The least you can do is give a speech. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nice. This guy's funny. I like how he's harping on that. <laughs> uh, and then a couple of good lines there from Jenny. Like, this mm-hmm. always happens. All scotch, no carbs. That was almost the quote for that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. Been there. Haven't we all? And then, uh, yeah, basically he wraps up with like, love is a myth. Truth hurts. Takes a salad with him as he walks out and goes, some figs would have been nice. Oh, <laughs> salad burn. Ruthless. He's a monster. Then we get, uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> and again, this is, this is straight from the trailer. It feels like the trailer was pretty much all of the major points yeah. of the movie. Yep. So he's uh, in the bathroom and his Uncle Wayne shows up. Dead Uncle Wayne. I love anytime there's ghosts, they're like, guys, get the theremin out. Like, let's lay it on real heavy. <laughs> like every, anytime. Like, oh shit, it's Uncle Wayne. It's a fucking ghost. <laughs> who who jumps in there uh with, with Connor saying, You're dead. And he goes, Players never die. <laughs> so many good quotes in this movie. Like it's, it's a horrible movie, but <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good lines. That almost a quote too, because he then touches him to pr- try and prove that he's not a ghost. Uh, and he goes, Never touch a man when he's hanging a wire. <laughs> Which I don't know why, but it's hilarious. <laughs> why is a ghost peeing? Anyway, so <laughs> Yeah, and apparently they smell like aqua velva and, and pee. <laughs> Uncle Wayne walks through him. We saw this in the trailer, and it's like, yeah, yeah. So then he's, you know, talking about the old days and uh, how Connor should end up like him. <laughs> yep. And Connor's like, nah, man, that sounds that sounds awesome. And pretty much this is where you get the setup that was right in the trailer, too. But Uncle Wayne inexplicably calling him Dutch always. Tay said it a little later on, but she she was like, I think it's be- I think it's to show that he forgot his name. <laughs> And I was like, that would be actually good writing for the movie. That's, would, that'd be pretty funny. Um, so then we get the setup. We get the setup of uh, Uncle Wayne's like, hey, you're going to be visited by three ghosts and <laughs> you're going to have to feel some feelings and you know deal with some stuff. Uh, and it's for your own good. But if it's not something that's for your own good, it's for my entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Which I also appreciate. A couple, couple of good lines. Reasonable yeah, Michael stuff. Douglas, Sarge, and that guy at the wedding all have like a couple of good lines. <laughs> uh, so then we head down to the mansion bar, right? Yeah. And Justifiably, he's kind of in shock. A little in shock. He's not sure what's real, what isn't. And he, we meet 
the bride's mother, whom he sexually assaults to theremin music. Yes, if it's the theremin music, I don't know if what the line is, but yeah, no, that's because he thought she was a ghost, but she's not. But even right. I think you know, groping a ghost is probably not the first thing to do, right? Inappropriate, right? Yeah, some would yeah. say. I, I was going to say to her credit, but it's really to society's detriment uh, that she takes it like a champ and is like, well, they're real. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> this movie's horrible. Offensive. <laughs> yeah. It's, she should be outraged. <laughs> it's got like some of it. Some of it's like this weird, like old timey vibe to it, you know, like where yeah. I don't do know. Not, do not care for it. <laughs> yeah. A little outdated, but yeah. So he continues his drunken, cynical rant about marriage and love to the mother here while at the same time laying it on thick, trying to, to woo her. And she's like, mm, sorry, 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 Texas. It ain't going to happen. Yep. Uh, and he goes on about a rant about casual sex. And let me ask you, when did, when did casual sex become a crime? Yeah. Are you just saying that? Cause I live in a lake of sex. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lake of sex. <laughs> I live in a lake of sex. And he's like, Spo- spooning's nice, but not as nice as forking. <laughs> I hate this movie. She basically wraps up their conversation with, do you always talk to women like this? He goes, yes. (laughs) Does it work? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I like how Matthew McConaughey kind of sounds like an old guy. He's like, yes. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, he sounds like the the old guy from Family Guy. (laughs) Hey, Hey Mom, why do I face? You boys like popsicles. Herbert, is that his name? <laughs> I don't remember. So that we get that awkwardness out of the way in real life and in the movie. <laughs> we cut to uh, Jenny Parati there, right? Yep. And bride Introduce. and brother dancing, right? It's a quick cut to introducing basically the the antagonist or whatever. I don't know the the, the opposition. Yeah, the opposition. Yeah, the opposition to to Connor is Brad. So we get Brad, yep. who is basically perfect on all levels. He's certified in massaging and well, he's a doctor and we'll find out later <laughs> yeah but basically the 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 wedding couple here kind of set kind of connect them together and like that really annoying like mm-hmm. where the friends are like over the top being like and he's like this and he's like that and then they do the Which, classic like huh, should we get out of here and talk instead of <laughs> listening yeah. to these people do this so also at this point uh it's like very obvious and uh Thais called it out too like i didn't even think about it at first she's like much older than these <laughs> than these other girls right <laughs> like it's not she's not that's, related it's not like the, her sister or anything right yeah, that's a good point like these are just her, her this is her friend group and she's like in her 40s and they're in their 20s <laughs> well picture i mean i mean well yeah i mean paul is paul paul is the younger brother I mean, do we have a sense of how much younger? I mean, maybe uh, 10 like, years? No, it was less than that. I think it was like uh, seven or eight. Something yeah, like that. I mean, so Jenny is the same age as, as obviously, as Connor. Ballpark, maybe even right? younger, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, she's compared to the thinking, bridesmaids and the bride. Like, yeah, she's probably, you know. She's probably like 12, 15 years older, I think, because they seem younger than Paul. The what, the bridesmaids? The, bri- the bride and the bridesmaids. Bridesmaids yeah, like, and I bridesmaids. Think I'm saying it's not like out of the question, but like, like, you know, I mean, we're eight years apart, but that's, that's yeah. not, that's not that crazy. Like, I think that she's like in her, in her early mid forties and they're in mm. their mid twenties, like <laughs> is the yeah. vibe that I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good point. I actually didn't do the math on this, but yeah. And they're not treating the situation like that's the case. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm it's trying to think. Weird to me. 
because I'm trying to think now, like later on when they talk about the father, the parents did like getting into car accident, Paul yeah. says his brother was eight or nine and he was two. Yeah. So yeah. So there is like a seven or eight year difference between them. Right. But then the, the, the soon to be wife and the bridesmaids definitely seem like just a couple of years younger than Paul. Right. But right. That's, you know, within that's, like two, three years, I mean, not much, but, but when you yeah. add that up across the board, you got like a good 10, 11 year span between. You know, and if, and if Sarge was in Korea and we're being generous that he was 18 at the time, we're doing he should serious. be like in his, he should be like in his eighties. <laughs> and I feel like the guy is in his sixties, maybe at best. Right. Yeah. Late sixties. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. That's a good point. A lot of problems. <laughs> the casting the, is bad. The the least offensive of our problems. though. <laughs> As like, yeah. Sorry. I went down the rabbit hole. A bit, but it was upset. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's fair. All right. So then anyway. we, so we're now we're so we get the we get the Brad introduction and yeah. Brad's now in the picture. It goes awkwardly. It goes awkwardly. Uh, but Brad and and uh, Jenny Parati here now are they're a thing. They're talking. They're chatting. Right. Yep. And then we go back back to the bar. Connor's still there hanging out. Right. Yep. Getting a little drunk. And we get the first bridesmaid. I'm not sure which one. If it was De- Denise, Dina, or uh, Donna, but it was I one in the blue dress. Was- Dina. Dina. <laughs> and so they, she comes up and they're flirting with each other pretty hard. Well, and they're flirting with each other and he goes, I've been seeing ghosts in the bathroom. <laughs> and she's still like, that's not weird. <laughs> she's still just hanging out. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he does a bad up. job of flirting. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a little shooken up from the ghosts and he's drunk, you know? So he apologizes for not having sex with her when he's had sex with the other bridesmaids. <laughs> Yeah, and then he lets the cat out of the bag about how one of he asks her like, "Oh, were you the one who slept with my brother?" Right. And she's like, "What? No." And what? That's important <laughs> later on because that comes up. Yeah, a little foreshadowed here, which is yikes. So he then tells her, "Is like, go on up to my room, open up the my bag, and if there's a, I, I honestly I didn't know what he said, but it's like I thought he he said I couldn't hear it either. Yeah, I thought he said, and just take out the laugh chicken and I'll be up there shortly. I'll buy it. I'm going. I'm sticking with it. I'll totally buy that. Yeah. Uh, also, he's weirdly talking about having sex with somebody who also had sex with his brother as crossing swords. And I was like, that's he's, not what yeah, that he, means. He's not, yeah. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's Eskimo brother. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I was just going to say exactly. Right. Which is offensive, but uh, if you're going to be offensive, get to your terminology correct, right? Exactly. Crossing swords is if you're peeing in the same toilet and you. It's exactly right. And you cross swords. Yes. Totally different. Completely totally different. So. <laughs> Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> really important. Uh, so anyway, so this girl is is going upstairs to his room, uh, and he tells the bartender that's how it's done. <laughs> uh, and then this is when they meet up with the uh, Jenny and Brad weird situation here that I don't care for. Uh, and there's a little 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 tit for tat between Connor and Brad about oh you must be the wedding sex they flew in for Jenny well you must be the wedding sex they flew in for everybody else burn oh no is it I think he would enjoy that I don't yeah know. I mean yeah, actually that's not a burn at all like yeah. uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah doctors uh borders yeah crushing it here <laughs> yeah and then Jenny goes on to tell Connor that his soul is hollow which is pretty ruthless yeah he's gonna burn <laughs> in hell basically and then he's like I'm going upstairs to have some casual sex yeah, and he partially satisfy that woman. And he's walking up the stairs, and we get the little slow mo him looking down at her, and they look at each other, and there's there's still a little something there. Is yeah. she really going out with him? 
And now we're in Connor's bedroom and he comes in and there's someone <laughs> under the sheets from the trailer. From the, it's <laughs> all from the trailer. All the key moments are from the trailer. Yep. Just He's like going up there and he's like, oh, who's in, oh man, who's in the bed here? And it's Emma Stone. Whose character is what? Allison Vandermeesh? Like Allison Vandermeesh. Dermersh. Which is what Connor says. And then I love Emma Stone. I think. Uh, probably the best acting in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no doubt. Connor Mead remembers me. I could <laughs> die now. I'm a ghost. <laughs> uh, so then they have a little back and forth here, and he's losing his brain. He's like, "What's going on?" Uh, this was his first. Well, we'll we'll figure this all out later. But one of his first second ghost encounter, first love. <laughs> yep, and uh, yeah, they have a little back and forth about how real she is, and she does some trickery. I'm real. Theremin. Blah, blah, blah. More theremin. More tripping him. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, all right, just get in bed. We're here. We go. And they zip back to 1982. Good year. Good year. Way better CGI than Green Lantern. <laughs> Way better CGI than Green Lantern. The bed uh, like pops out of the universe and falls into a field. Like, with, like, like a front line. Yeah. yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and we're at Uncle Wayne's, but. Earlier. 1982. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little bit earlier. So, and we were looking at his first relationship, which is him and Jenny Parati as little kids. Jenny. Uh, and they have a cute oh, moment where he's. Sorry. Speaking of Jenny, real quick. Yep. I heard the funniest joke the other day. Oh, boy. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Henry Kissinger is like the Forrest Gump of war crimes. Super funny. <laughs> Wait a second. He was connected to that one? <laughs> like, oh, my God. He was there for all of them? <laughs> In the last, I don't know, 50 years? Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Hilarious. Sorry. I didn't write that joke. No, no, that's fine. It happens. All right. So. <laughs> Jenny and Connor, their first relationship. This is when they're, um, yeah, we get the first, we get the Polaroid. We get the Polaroid picture, which don't shake it like a Polaroid yeah. picture. That's not what you're supposed to do when you take a Polaroid picture, by the way, is shake it. That is true. Russ and Jared out here busting myths. Yeah. Never, never forget. Again, this is a scene from the trailer. So it's the two of them as little kids and he takes a Polaroid photo of her. She gives him the camera. That's kind of an important part here for his birthday or whatever it is. Yep. Yep. And that kind of kicks off him becoming a photographer pretty much. Right. Exactly. And he's an older him is like, that's right. Get in there. Line it up. Get it. Get it right. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. That's all right. (laughs) Put the link in him in drive. All right. Now just see your future. And he takes the photo and that's the photo, right? Yep. And then we have like a moment of, uh, again, from the trailer of, you know, him being like, I'm going to hold on to this forever, right? I think that's all this, right? Yeah. And he goes to Emma Stone, did you edit this? Yeah. And she's like, no, she keeps replaying it over and over and over again. Yeah. He's like, I, I get it. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't know. That doesn't sound like me. Like only my brother would say fruity stuff like that. And he's like, oh, come on. You just ruined everything. Why did you? Why? Ah, no, 2004 or nine. And, yeah. <laughs> and whenever this is written. Uh, and then we get uh, a little more backstory a little bit, which yeah. kind of ties the bonds between the two brothers where uh, Connor, young Connor goes running out into the field or into the yard or whatever. And we see young parents, right? His young parents and older Connor there as a ghost is kind of hanging out being like, mom and dad. This is somewhere yeah. before their car accident. Summer before the car accident. So, yeah, it's always a car accident, you know? Also in this scene is when we get our first uh, from from Jenny to Connor, not as dumb as he looks, folks. <laughs> yeah. Kind of her, apparently her way of flirting with him. Yes. The whole time. I think it, it, there's, there's, there's a, yeah, there's an important line of like Uncle Wayne 
Paul, his brother, and Jenny were like all that he had left. This was it. Like once yep. the parents went, is it so? Small family. Well, because then we cut to the funeral real quick. That's when we had the quick shot of the funeral, right? Where it's just right. him and, and yep. two-year-old Paul. And, yep. uh, Jenny and uh, Uncle Wing. Easy. So then... Um, to the party, to the, yeah. the dance. We're going to the dance, school dance, doing the safety dance. Really yeah. to date it. So we're yeah, we are moving on into in our... Mid to late 80s somewhere. Yeah, in our uh, ghost of... of girlfriend's past here mm-hmm. still driving the bed still driving to bed yes uh, and we got a awkward moment of you know they're at the dance and they're trying to the awkward moment of middle school and they're trying to go from the we're friends to like maybe we should be more but yeah and there's a weird michael jackson impersonator kid who's doing a white glove thing that people find creepy which then leads well, i mean to take off his white glove <laughs> well yeah jenny's like hey it's the white glove thing is kind of weird right and he's like oh yeah and he just sneaks it off <laughs> Our move there, boy. So, was this 1985 or how how prime thriller are we? I think we're in the meat of it. I mean, right? I think so. So, uh, but anyway, that kid's weird, is what I was getting at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think you were trying to tell me that kid's not that weird. You, you were going to say everybody in the 80s used to do that. And yes, that's actually where that. I was going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you sick fuck. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You just had the entire, yeah, you just had the entire conversation. We don't even yeah. have it now. So we've, we're coming up on our uh, 12th anniversary, 11th anniversary, right? Oh, no, wait. We already had our 11th anniversary. Of right? knowing each other? Of knowing each other. Yeah. Holy so I can, shit. I can have conversations with you with, uh, without you even being there. It's great. This could be way more efficient friendship now. And everybody in the 80s was doing that. <laughs> even I was. <laughs> I was born in the eighties. I didn't actually experience. I mean, you know, I, know, like, you were I was like five old. in the eighties, six years. <laughs> like, they would be like, "I was born in the eighties." This is what I was like. Hey, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. I was born in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, I played all the toys like five years later. Like, yeah, get over it. You actually grew up in the nineties to me. That's what you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I do love the eighties. Uh, I mean, there's stuff from the eighties I do love. But oh yeah. Good cartoons, good cartoons. Great cartoons, great toys, right? Uh, yeah, so we're in middle school dance, and it's kind of going weird, but uh, we get a moment of, uh, you know, they're trying to figure out if they're going to dance, right? We get this, this yeah. slow song kicks on, and all of a sudden, all of Jenny Parati's, you know, girlfriends come over and are like, Pete Hastings, yeah. who's a jock, and says, blah, 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 blah. He says he likes you, wants to dance. Ugh. Uh, and he's, he wants to make out, and he's a ninth grader, so that means tongue. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> She's like in seventh grade <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember how that played out. Um, but yeah, so then there's a moment where she's like kind of looking at Connor, and he, he freezes up. Yeah, he looks bummed. And adult Connor is watching this saying, like, that's not how I remember things. Like, yeah. I could have clo- closed that if I wanted to. <laughs> That's, Which that's just how things that's how things go though. So he freezes and she goes and dances with uh, Pete Hastings and Connor yeah. feels like more than dances with Pete Hastings. Oh, they, they, like like immediately, Hastings. immediately, yeah. just right immediately. up there. I don't know if like I would. The Jackson kid moonwalks by. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be hanging out with Jenny Prati. I mean, that's a bit. Come on, Jenny Prati. In my face like that. Yeah, let's come on. So uh, yeah, they're they're that's it. She he gets gut punched, and you know will they? Won't they? Good seg you perhaps. Yeah. So that's it. We we're gonna do an outro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna segue out of this. So yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And well, we do know actually what's gonna happen, but that's right. You don't, <laughs> unless you've seen well, the movie. Right. Jesus, right? 
or gathered by all the spoilers we've already said. <laughs> yeah, or just watch the trailer and just figure out how this movie ends. But that too. <laughs> uh, but it's the journey that counts with us. That's more important. So, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap part one there, and we'll get to part two, and we'll figure out if Connor changes if he becomes not an asshole or does he get the girl mm-hmm. or not? Okay, there's no, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. Absolutely not. So, well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back on Thursday with part two. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at It's This Meets That, right? Team Teapot on Twitter. And you should subscribe to us wherever you listen to us. While you're subscribing, especially on Spotify and Apple, you can also leave us a review. Uh, it goes a long way to help us out. Thank you to everyone who's done it already. Hugely appreciate you. But you too can also be hugely appreciated by us by leaving a review. Wow, it's so much huge appreciation going on. Or if you don't want to leave us a review in a public forum, but you want to review something we said, uh, be you know critical of the of the pod. We're open to that too. Yeah. Send us a little feedback. Correct us. Uh, it's just meets that at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website where all of the back catalog, the IT empty back catalog, we're coming up on uh we got 116 episodes, I think, something like that out right now. Yeah. Good, a good chunk of episodes, some say. Yeah. <laughs> That's go listen, listen to them all at the website. It's this meets that.com or itmtpod.com. <laughs> oh, look at you getting in on it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Plug in uh both the see, this just makes the, it dilutes the branding. You don't have to say it, just say the one you want. I'm just saying it's I easier know. just to be like, you know. No, no, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna start saying both. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you say what feels comfortable to you. Okay, okay. We just have that in our back pocket. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I appreciate you. Okay. And you, the listener.